Welcome to Parenting Your Sensitive Child. Parenting a highly sensitive child can feel overwhelming, and all the parenting books in the world can only get you so far if your head and your heart are out of alignment with your child's. I'm your host, Julia McGarry. Let's create a new parenting paradigm. Hey y'all, it is about time that we have a talk about screen time. Screens are a big source of conflict for many, many families, and there's so much messaging about how bad they are, so much social pressure to limit screen time, and it's one of the easiest privileges to revoke when something goes awry and you find yourself floundering around for appropriate consequences. And in the end, setting limits on screen time and taking it away as a punishment really only creates more of what you're trying to get rid of in the first place. It creates more conflict, more big emotions, and an even stronger fixation on screen time. Because when you take it away, you're making it unpredictable and in short supply. You're putting your children into scarcity thinking about screen time. You're creating a situation where they don't know when they're going to get it next, so it's a very big deal for them to make sure that they get it now. And we've got to change this cycle. It will change so much for you and for your kids. But first, we've got to change how you're thinking about screen time. Bonus points to you if you guessed that's where I'd be going. So, first things first. It's important to understand that screen time itself is neutral. It's not good or bad. And how do we know this? Well, we know this because there are people on both sides of the debate whose arguments make sense. We can see that whether they think screen time is good or bad has everything to do with how they think about screen time and not so much to do with screen time itself or screens themselves. So if you find that your thinking around screens revolves around value judgments or predictions, for example, you want to limit screen time because it's addictive, and you're concerned that your kids will become addicted if they spend too much time on screens, then you're gonna wanna take a step back. There's a value judgment here. There's a subcontext that screen time is bad and harmful. And when you're thinking that way, of course you're going to wanna limit it. And the thing is that those thoughts aren't actually true. They're not fact. They really are just your thoughts. So once you see this and you're able to step back, you want to ask yourself, what actually are the facts? Now, it's fact that certain aspects of electronics do trigger a dopamine release and that can be addictive. Okay, it's also true that screens are pervasive in our culture. Looking at the facts, 
you get to decide how you want to think about them. And when you take this step back, you create the opportunity to reflect on whether what you've been thinking is actually serving you, and you get to decide whether you want to continue thinking in that way. Is it serving you to think that screen time is harmful? Is it serving you to think that you need to limit their access to protect them or to ensure that they actually use some of their time to do other things? Are you afraid that if they have unlimited access to screens, that's all that they will do? Is it serving you to think that taking screen time away is the only way to get through to them? If you are facing frequent power struggles or you find yourself feeling guilty about the amount of screen time your child has, then your answer is most likely no. The way you're currently thinking about screen time isn't serving you. So then, how can you reframe your thinking about screen time? I find it really helps to treat screen time just like any other activity. If you treat it like any other activity, there are times of day when you're doing the activity and times when you're not. You rarely spend the whole day cooking, for example. Maybe on holidays. Maybe on days off from school, your kids play more on their tablets. So there are exceptions, right? But you rarely spend the whole day cooking. It follows a predictable rhythm. If you look at it this way, you can see how it's possible to have a life that isn't dominated by screen time without having hard limits on screen time. We are living in a time when people are starting to question taking away recess as a punishment for kids at school, right? More and more people are recognizing the importance of play. And I suspect if you're here listening to this particular podcast, that you're one of those people, right? So screen time is a form of play. Play is not a privilege. Try that thought on. Play is not a privilege. The more you treat it like a privilege, the more it feels scarce and unpredictable, and the more pushback you're going to get. Now, if you decide that there will be certain times of day when it is available, when games or Netflix or whatever is available, then there are a couple things to consider. First, it isn't going to make it any easier for your kids to stop when it's time to stop. Kids need flexibility and coaching to smoothly transition out of screen mode. They need you to be flexible as they find a stopping point. I mean, think about it. If you're in the middle of reading a book and someone says, hey, I need your help with something, don't you usually say, hold on a second, let me find a stopping point? We need to extend that same courtesy and grace to our kids when they're coming out of a game. It's very hard to just stop mid-game or mid-TV show and move on to something else. So if you've been expecting them just to drop it when you tell them to drop it, you need to start to incorporate a little bit more flexibility on your end. And your kids probably need you to help them understand the window of time that's available to them. So if they have 
30 minutes before dinner, they're not deciding to watch a whole movie in that time frame, right? They need your help to understand what they can get done in certain periods of time. So if they have 30 minutes before dinner, that's about three episodes of Bluey, or maybe it's four levels in the game they're working on. Helping them see this requires you getting to know what they're doing so that then you can help them conceptualize the amount of time needed for certain shows, certain movies, and certain tasks, or even certain games. Some games have a longer playtime and it's going to be harder to stop. The other thing to consider here is that if screen time is predictable at certain times of day, there will be times when they get absorbed in something else and miss out on some of their screen time. Now, this kind of loss of screen time is a, nat- a natural consequence, and it's actually not a bad thing for them to experience that. Again, I like to draw the comparison with cooking. As an adult, sometimes I'm out in the world doing things, running errands, whatever, and it cuts into the time I'd normally use to be making dinner. In that situation, as an adult, I have the choice to either order takeout, go out to eat, or push dinner back a little bit. So you have the choice as a parent as well in how flexible you're going to be about that window of time in which screens are available you can be flexible with their screen time too. You don't need to cling rigidly to the time slot. You can make exceptions just as you would for yourself. It is your choice and much of it will depend on the context of a particular day. So I actually wanna challenge you this week to stop using screen time as an incentive Stop using screen time as a punishment and see what happens. You can talk to your children about your reason for this change, or you can kind of just silently stop and see if they notice, see what happens. And as you're doing this, it's going to create the space for you to find other solutions when you would normally remove that privilege right? When you would normally revoke their screen time. It's going to create the opportunity for you to try problem solving with your child. It's going to create the opportunity for you to start getting to the root of what's actually going on for them and figure out what they truly need to make different choices. And it may even create the opportunity for you to do the work of getting comfortable with your children's emotions. To be fair, these are not easy things. Taking away screen time is pretty easy. What happens when you remove the option for the easy way out? I hope you have a wonderful week. If you try this, I always am interested to hear what your experiences are. You can find me on Instagram, let me know how it's going, and I will talk to you in the next episode. Do you feel like you're parenting 24-7 and you're still not sure your child is getting what they need? 
Are you ready to stop parenting reactively and start living in partnership with your sensitive child? Are you ready to reclaim time for yourself and time for your dreams? Then you're going to want to explore coaching with me. I help my clients tune out all the noise, better understand their kids, build a parenting strategy that meets their family's specific needs, and do the mindset work necessary to implement that strategy consistently without sacrificing themselves in the process. To get started, just head over to partnerpath.com, click on coaching, and get your free consultation set up. Let's get to know each other.